Hi guys, welcome to Sweet Truth. Do you dare listen? I am so excited about today's passage. Today I will be reading from 1 Peter 1, 3-9. I am so excited because, first of all, let me just say that I am in love with the word right now. I am in love with 1 Peter 1. 3 to 9 because it starts off with giving thanks to God in something that I call a hidden prayer. I believe that in scripture the hidden prayers that um actually when you're reading the word um you need to speak the word over yourself and that's that is what I call hidden prayers. When you see the word there it gets revealed to you it looks like a prayer and it's like wait a minute and you you should make it personal like don't don't um feel the need to not make it personal you know because it is a blessing it is about you and if you want to know more about that uh check my instagram at sweet truth sweet the truth with three is sweet with three is and i go more into detail about hidden prayers and all that and so that will be our prayer of the day. First Peter 3 to 4. 1 Peter 1, 3 to 4 is the prayer of the day. And so let us get right into it. First of all, our Heavenly Father, we just want to thank you for this day, Father God. We pray that you will go before us in this day and just protect us and guide us and lead us. Thank you for everything that you do for us, Father, for watching over us, for protecting us, Father God. And I just pray that in this day you will surround us with your peace, your joy, your goodness, your mercy, and your greatness. Amen. So, verse 3. Let us thank the God and the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. It was through his loving kindness that we were born again to a new life and have a hope that never dies. This hope is ours because Jesus was raised from the dead. Hallelujah. We will receive the great things that we have been promised. They are being kept safe in heaven for us. They are pure and will not pass away. They will never be lost. Amen and amen. And that amazing. And that amazing. And when I was reading this and I made it personal, you know, so wherever it said we output I see, and that's how you can make it personal. And I am just so blessed by this. It goes on to say, You are being kept by the power of God because you put your trust in Him. I am so happy that God is the one that keeps me, that my life is in His hands, that my well-being is in His hands. I am so thankful that I am being kept in the power of God because I put my trust in Him, in God. It says, you will be saved from the punishment of sin at the end of the world. And I am so grateful for that, Father God. Father God, I just want to thank you for keeping me, Father God, in the power of your hands, Father God. I just want to thank you that my life is in your hands, Father God. And I just want to 
Thank you, Father God, for giving me the opportunity to put my trust in you. I want to thank you, Father God, for saving me from the punishment of sin. Amen and amen. And then verse 6 says, With this hope, you can be happy even if you need to have sorrow and all kinds of tests for a while. If you go back to my previous segments, I talk about how our day-to-day life is a test, you know. And uh, when you listen more to that, it goes more into detail about the test and like how this test actually in life Help us prove our faith. There is a segment on here, I think, I believe, is season one that says, Prove your faith. Yeah, from James. So if you go back and check on that, it goes more into detail of that. But actually, God tests us in like the things in life, the majority of the trials and tribulations in life, I believe, which I believe attests. Amen. So, this is just a confirmation to know that we should be happy when we have um, all this test for all, you know. Because, verse 7, this test have come to prove your faith and to show that it is good. But this test in life have come to prove your faith and to show that which is good. Well... What is that which is good? That is the goodness of God, the mercy of God, the greatness of God, the favor of God over your life. And all these things, all these things, the goodness of God, the greatness of God come because of this test that we have to go through. And they strengthen us. They prove our faith by strengthening us, strengthening our faith and trust in God, strengthening our belief in God. Amen. And that amazing. And that amazing. It goes on to say that that which is good God, which can be destroyed, is tested by fire. So your faith is worth much more than God, and it must it must be tested also. Your faith is worth much more than God, and it must be tested. So the word says it as well too. It says your faith must be tested. Um, some of those things, you know, that we think, oh, um, the devil's testing me or he's tempting me. Uh, no, some of these tests come from God. They are actually from God. He's trying to see, can he trust you, you know? God is basically trying to see if he can trust you with his blessings. You know, if you're someone that's looking for a spouse, can he trust you with that man? Can he trust you with that woman, you know? If you're someone that's looking for children, can he trust you with his children? Amen. Can he trust you with that high position in a job? Can he trust you with that car or that house? Can he trust you with the bigger blessings that are to come in your life? This is what the tests are for. Can God trust you? Are you mature enough to go through these trials and tribulations and come strong on the other end? Are you mature enough to know that, hey, these are fleshly desires and fleshly nature and I will not go through with this. I will not go through with this temptation, with this lust, with this, you name it. Who are you giving your attention to? Who are you trusting 
at the end of the day whose faith are you you know strengthening at the end of the day is it that of your own will or god's will your faith is much more worth much more than gold and it must be tested so usually people say oh trust god trust god but can god trust you is my question to you today can god trust you amen and then it goes on to say then your faith will bring thanks and shining greatness and honor to jesus christ when he comes again you have never seen him but you love him you cannot see him now but you are putting your trust in him and you have joy so great that words cannot tell about it you will get what your faith is looking for which is to be saved from the punishment of sin amen and amen and that is the whole chapter what a blessing what a blessing this word has been what a blessing i am blessed to love my heavenly father jesus christ without ever having to see him because i know him i am blessed for putting my trust in him and I am blessed for the joy that he gives me each and every day. I promise you each and every day, regardless of how I'm feeling, what I'm going through. I get to experience the joy of the Lord in some kind of way. Some, some days it's like in big ways and other days it's something small. But there is always joy. There is always joy. You know, it says that, you know, joy of the Lord is my strength. The joy of the Lord is my strength. And I am blessed because I have rooted myself in God, in His presence. By spending time with Him, by reading His word, by praying. And through that, I've been able to experience His joy. The joy that He gives. And I'm kind of getting emotional about this but because it is just so true and it is amazing and there is nothing like it. Yesterday I talked about there is nothing like the joy, the peace of God. And I am saying this today as well. There is nothing like the peace and the joy of our Heavenly Father. If you don't believe me, if you don't trust me, experience it for yourself. Test it out. Spend time with Him. For a week, I dare you. <laughs> I dare you. And then, you know. When you commit yourself to God, when you commit yourself to God, there is nothing like it. There is nothing like it. I can't describe it. And now you guys can see why I love this First Peter 1, 3 to 9. What a blessing. What a blessing. And I feel like it has just led us directly into, you know, wanting to get to that point where you're like, okay, sweet truth. I've heard what you've had to say, sweet truth. Oh my God, I, I, want, I want to experience peace. I want the joy, sweet truth. I just want that peace. You're someone, if you're someone that's just wondering, you know, after hearing this, that you just want that peace and you just want that joy. You want to experience the goodness of God. 
you want to experience the greatness of God. You saw sweet truth every day. You sound like, you know, what is this? You're so excited. You've got this peace, this joy. What do I do? How do I get to that? Helpless, help me. I want to experience that. I want to give my life to God. I want to rededicate my life to God's sweet truth. What do I do? How do I pray? And while I'm like, I'm here to help you. And if you've made up your mind and you're behind and you're listening to, listening to this and you're like, I have made a decision. Like, I acknowledge that I am a sinner and I want to be forgiven of my sins. Well, then repeat after me. Say, dear Jesus, I know I am a sinner and need your forgiveness. I believe you died in my place and rose from the grave. To make me new and to prepare me to live in your presence forever. Jesus come into my life. Take control of my life. Forgive my sins and serve me. I place my trust in you alone. For my salvation and I accept your free gift of eternal life. Amen and Amen. And if you just prayed that prayer, congrats, congratulations. I am so excited and proud of you. But more than that, our Heavenly Father is beyond proud and excited for you. He says, welcome, my daughter, my son. The angels dance. It, it is said to, to be known that when you give your life, to God, the angels in heaven rejoice. Welcome, the family is growing. Thank you for taking that step. The next step would be to, you know, download the Bible app or find a Bible or something, a translation that, you know, you are comfortable with, that you can easily understand and begin to know God, begin to read the word. Jesus Christ is a person to be known, not a philosophy to be remembered. Always have that in the back of your mind. He is not, you know, just something written as history. The word of God is not history. Jesus Christ is not history. It's not just words on um, a page, but it's words to live by, words to acknowledge. It's a blessing. It is alive. It is present. Amen. And so I hope you've been truly blessed as much as I have by today's segment. And I hope you have a blessed and amazing day. Be blessed, be encouraged, be fearless. Bye.